Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. We've got Tom DiNapoli, the controller of New York State, uh, on the line with us. And, and people are wondering, can we, can we get D.A. Uh, Alvin Bragg. Alvin Bragg to indict the people that took the $11 billion in, in, uh, in unemployment money? He's too busy downgrading gun crimes, John. He doesn't have time for this. What say uh, you, Tom? Well, and congratulations, Tom DiNapoli. Another four years. It's Tom, this is Pete King. Congratulations. Hey, Pete, how are you? Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, look, hey, uh, $11 million. $11 billion. Uh, billion. Yeah. billion. And, and, and by the way, uh, that's an estimated number. I think it's probably a low number. And, uh, you know, I know now the part of labor, they're working with, with the feds at the federal level because this is federal money. Uh, hopefully there will be recouping of the money, and if they could charge people, let's hope that that happens. Identity theft uh, was really the big issue here, uh, and, and what underlined all of this is that the Department of Labor at the state level did not heed past warnings, including audits from my office, that said your system is outdated, it can't manage effectively uh, the caseload that you have, and then you come up with, with COVID-19, and we all understand it was an emergency. If I would have known, I would have applied for unemployment. You would have, you would, you would have applied for Yeah, that. but you don't get a salary. Well, the federal, no, the federal government gave me a refund. Oh, yeah, that's right. I have that check. I took that check and I put it in a, uh, a frame in a frame, and I put it up. Really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. cash it. And, yeah. and you know what they did? That's right, you did. That's you know right. what the federal government did? What? They sent me in six months later, you did not cash your check, so we're sending you a- Another one? A, no, a Fed wire. <laughs> and I couldn't return that one. Oh, so you got to. Well, look, we don't want you to get in trouble for that. I'm sure you won't. But hey, the message here is that- they really need to do a, a, a much more efficient job of upgrading their system, number one. Number two, they have to recoup uh, the money as best as they can, and it's going to be hard to recoup some of that. But that, that $11 billion is a, is a low number estimate on fraud. And then you have some folks that got paid the wrong amount. They got paid too much, or they got paid from the federal temporary program uh, when uh, you know they, they got paid inappropriately, or, they, or rather they should they got paid for the, the the existing program instead of the federal temporary program. So you had all kinds of of miscalculation of, uh, that went on here. And hey, again, we. Tom, what was the main reason? Was it uh, intentional, or was it just inertia, no, or just it, they were, the system was overwhelmed? Look, you know, Pete, as you recall. COVID hit hard. The economy closed down. Lots of people were out of work. They they needed to put, you know, bread on the table. And so the federal government came up with a solution in terms of more money. But our system wasn't able to handle the volume, which rose exponentially. So there was miscategorizing and miscalculation and then identity theft. There were a lot of folks that scammed the system, and the system was not set up to control it. There were some controls in place, but in an effort good intention to get the money out the door, they weakened some of the normal controls, and, and then we just had this terrible abuse. So it's, it's a hard lesson that we've learned. Let's Tom DiNapoli, you're, 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 you know, uh, did you win by the largest margin of all the Democratic candidates for a state? Uh, apparently, yes. That's not a surprise. Tom, Gee, I think that's not a surprise. We all voted for that's you. Absolutely. Oh, so Tom, this is I, nice. I, I, actually, I did. I went Good. straight I down. We all the voted only for Democrat I voted for. 
Thank Tom, you. it's well, Tony Carbonetti. You're the only you, Democrat. What, I voted what percentage for. did you win by, uh, Tom DiNapoli? I think that's still. I think it's fifty-six, fifty-seven, somewhere around there. Also, yep. Tom, this is the most acrimonious year I ever saw. I'm still waiting for someone to say a bad word about Tom DiNapoli. So somehow well, you duck those bullets altogether. Well, Tom. so far, hey Pete, you and I grew up in Nassau together, and I, I, I grew up in a good Republican household, so I've always been a little more bipartisan than most. And I should mention that that Pete and I had a very, very shared common friend in uh, Larry Elevich. Oh, yes. I learned a lot from him about politics. And Nassau I him. County. You're probably the only Democrat from Nassau County that won. Nassau is not so uh, purple anymore. It's becoming more red. There's no yeah. doubt about Tom, it. The only because they want law and order. I mean, right. that's well, the, the only you know, reason. Tom mentioned Larry Elevich. You know, he was like a metaphor for what did work in Nassau County. We could fight it out sometimes, but the reality is we came to get the job done. We got it done. Yes. We yeah. crossed party lines. Now, yeah. you also, uh, Matt Wanning tells me you have a drug study you wanted to talk about? Well, yeah, I mean, we, we, we put out a report that really showed during the pandemic there was a huge increase, like 68% increase in the number of deaths in our state, largely due to the opioid crisis, fentanyl. Uh, we, we were making some progress in this area, but with the isolation, all the mental health issues, so many people turned back to uh, an addiction and, and access to this terrible uh, fentanyl and other kinds of synthetic opioids, and the death rates have been, have been skyrocketing. So we all have to do a lot more work in this area. We need to have more resources there, more support for recovery and treatment. Uh, it really is a wake-up call. I know everybody's working hard on this issue. We have a long way to go to resolve it. Uh, Tom, Tom DiNapoli, they're killing our people. It's coming through the borders and... Hundreds of thousands, of, well, I think like 110, 120, 130,000 people have died from the fentanyl coming from the Mexican border. And I, it's just, you know. I, that's I, part I, of it. I mean, it's, no it's doubt crazy. The border's part of it. That's not the only piece of it, but, but it's certainly a part of it. But just think of, of, of the families that are impacted. Think of all the talent that we lose when, and it's often young people. What we're really seeing is the mental health issues are particularly severe now with, with our youngest uh, citizens and neighbors. It really, this, this whole isolation time of, of COVID, the anxiety, really affect, affected young people, young adults. And unfortunately, those are the ones who seem most susceptible to falling into the, the trap of, of uh, addiction and, uh, and abuse of drugs. Tom DiNapoli, th- congratulations, and thank you for everything you do for all people in New York City, New York State, and God bless you, and, and have a healthy year. Thanks. Thanks, John, to you and the whole team there. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.